there's a difference between good and great and that lives in the details. And you know, my first sort of test, if you will, was actually working with Rosa Parks' family. A month before Dr. King's uh, celebration, there was the threat that we would not honor his memory. And I ran into a friend at a party and I said, not over my dead body, <laughs> not over my dead body. And literally we worked day and night to try to figure this out. And eventually somehow we got to a cousin of Rosa Parks and who agreed to come on campus for free. And, and, and then still people said, okay, that's cute, but we still have no money to give you. And then all of a sudden we somehow managed to convince the city of Manchester, New Hampshire to give us a free bus from the 1960s. This episode is about having the courage to move beyond the limits of logic. Hey guys, welcome back to the Brain and Brand Show. I'm Timothy Maurice. Perhaps the greatest difference between humans and other lower animals is our ability to live between the cold, hard, rigid world of logic and the warm, emotional, spiritual world of faith. You see, I'm obsessed with learning about the brain because it's in this fascinating organ that these two worlds are able to live side by side. On the one hand, your brain can know that the movie you're watching is fake and that your favorite actor doesn't really die. But in that same brain, you're able to believe an entirely different experience. You're able to feel the actor's pain so deeply that you began to cry. At the exact same time, logic and your spiritual imagination sit in the same room in your head to produce a very real and emotional experience. This should not be taken lightly. My guest today, Okendo Lewis Gale, amplifies this ability. Gale is truly a global citizen. And he founded the Harambe Entrepreneur Alliance, which is an organization of innovators who have pledged to work together as one to tackle some of the world's most pressing challenges. Gail has looked logic in the eye and embraced the cold hard facts and limits of its truth. But at the same time, believes so deeply in the spiritual nature of possibility that he's created a leadership style that refuses to be defined by the narrow idea that one plus one can only be two. You see, a shoe is not just a shoe. It can be a transformational tool that helps us just do it. Just get off the couch. Just move past our limits. Behavioral science is beginning to show that brands and leaders can catapult those that follow them past logic, past the limiting belief that hold them back into an emotional realm of potential. I'm sharing this episode because I hope to trigger in you the realization that by understanding that every brain of your customers, clients, friends, followers, and everyone else has dormant potential in their unconscious mind waiting to be unleashed by a visionary leader. If you put forward a vision, a story, an idea, a concept that moves people in the depths of their heart. They will unleash power that not even they will believe they had. This episode was recorded in partnership with the Alan Gray Orbis Foundation. And to hear more of these conversations, 
visit their website to listen to Gray Matter Conversations. I met Okendo Lewis Gale in Cape Town, in Franchuk, and the following conversation inspired me in ways that altered how I see human potential. Enjoy. I want to go back a bit. You know, there is no one who has been able to sort of make an impact that you've made mm. that does not have an extraordinary story. Mm. Take us back. Mm. Take us back behind the scenes, mm. behind the mm. curtains mm. of you mm. as a young boy. Mm. Where did you grow up? Mm. Who, you know, take us a little back. Thank you, Tim. That's a wonderful question. I was born in Costa Rica. I like to joke I'm one of those folks that got kicked out of the continent 400 years ago and somehow I found my way back but I was born in Costa Rica grew up in Italy uh, and educated both in the U.S. and China and as it turns out my mother um, went to Italy uh, to pursue her career in music and is now a famous singer so all the Italians know my mother know her songs she sings these summer songs that very festive and have a dance and so when you just mention my mother's name to an Italian in the pom-pom people just light up and they think of their childhood memories and it's just it's always been magical to me how she could concoct this song and the dance and with the thing with these dances you never know if they're quite right but you eventually have to settle for something and then Timothy was always like magic when you know fast forward two or three months later after we'd come up with the dance we would go in the middle of nowhere in Sicily and there was grandma and the granddaughter who had now taken full possession and ownership and this was not about us anymore, it was about them and and for me that always felt like magic and, and really in a sense my mother is such a but then because I grew up in Italy I went to, I had a classical education and so you're talking to someone who spent five years of my life studying Latin and Greek reading Plato, Aristotle in original language and seeing the power of ideas and how they can transform our world. And so, I, for me, in a sense, it's, you know, you know, I was even reflecting today something as basic as the aprons. I had a professor in the classical school who would spend hours upon hours talking about a painting. And he would stand there and would tell us every single detail of that. And somehow, I guess, that somehow rubs off onto you. And now that's what I'm always looking for. And so, you know, I think we all are confluence, uh, you know, the tributaries that pull into us. And I, I've been very fortunate. I think I've had a great many of them. So, um, so yeah, but, but I think it's, it's, it's been an extraordinary journey. I think the influence of my mother has been tremendous. You know, what, one of the things, the first thing I picked up when I met you was mm. there's a sense of, there is a sense of magic and creativity wow. Wow. that exudes around. It's like a cloud around mm. the rigor mm. of your ideas. Mm. So if you, you can mm. imagine mm. like the deep discipline mm. that it takes to create artwork. Mm. Like no one ever talks about that. Yeah, yeah. You see the kind of, you yes. feel it through yes. the sensory, yes. your senses, you feel it. Correct. But the first thing that came wow. was rigor and magic. Wow. And I think mm. that from my experience, my short experience with Harambians, yeah. is that that kind yes. of juxtaposition yes. and duality is special. Yes. When, when you go about building relationships, mm. and, and that's the second thing that's come across very strong, is 
the magic in relationships, mm. but also the rigor. Mm. It's like if I, everyone mm. I've talked to feels like there is, oh, wow. there is discipline, there's beauty oh. and discipline in oh. serving. Oh, and wow. I, you know, it's the first time. I mean, I, I wow. you know, I've been, I've, I've been, I've been very fortunate to be able wow. to work in around spaces like this a lot. But this is the first time. Wow. Is this something that you oh, meditate on? Is this something, or is it just authentically you? Is this something that just, you know, hmm. it can't be easy hmm. because you 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 are dealing with you're you're trying to solve complex challenges hmm. and so forth. How do you stay up hmm. and keep this kind of rigor discipline dance? Oh my goodness. I have to say, I think, again, going back to who we are and how that shapes us and the things around us. The devil and angels live in the I think it's by osmosis, right? If you grew up in the town, you're reading Dante. You pick it up and you just know that. The description. You know, know, and and there's a difference between between great and that. And you see that. And that's little things, you know. Like the apron today. It was just something that... I, I. didn't even fully realize it, but I guess people really appreciated that. Oh well, someone had thought about this, and and in a way, I think that's I think what Italians tend to do a lot is they spend a lot of time focusing on that the, the beauty. And so, if you grow up in that peninsula, and if you have a mother who has had such an Im- impact in helping, you know, make that peninsula a little better. I think you have no choice. This is just, and again, you, I literally spent five years studying the history of ideas in Western civilization and seeing how they have transformed not just Europe but the world. And and and, and so that exposure invariably, uh, even if you don't know, you just sort of you start developing an intuition, and then you begin, you then you marry that intuition with trials and tests. And then you see them work, and you're like, hmm, hmm, really works. And they're like, hmm, let me do it again. And, you know, my first sort of test, if you will, was actually working with Rosa Parks' family. Because after she had passed away, we created one of the first endowed scholarships in the United States at our kind of university in New Hampshire. And, and I'll never forget that, you know, it was a bit of a challenge because they were trying to organize, the university was trying to organize an event for Martin Luther King. But, unfortunately... They couldn't get the money or everything in place, and so a month before Dr. King's uh, celebration, there was the threat that we would not honor his memory. And I ran into a friend at a party, and I said, "Not over my dead body, <laughs> not over my dead body." And literally, we worked day and night to try to figure this out, and eventually, somehow, we got it to a cousin of Rosa Parks, and who agreed to come on campus for free. And, and and then still people said, okay, that's cute, but we still have no money to give you. And then all of a sudden, we somehow managed to convince the city of Manchester, New Hampshire, to give us a free bus from the 1960s. And they agreed to put in a driver. And then we put flowers on the front seat and had the camp bus driving around. And all of a sudden, it was like the Rosa Parks bug had taken over. Literally, people who were telling us that they had no money. <laughs> Sometimes in the same email would tell us, why aren't you taking our money? And and then, Timothy, we walked into this arena or the day of the event, being filled with students and busloads from local high schools. And there was a portrait of Rosa Parks. And it felt like magic because they told us that it would never happen. And there it was. 
and we were so shocked by seeing what was just an idea in our heads actually there that we had to sit down to just stare at that picture and Rosa and then the, what made that event for me I mean really so special Timothy is at the end of that event there came a gentleman from Jamaica who was in the soccer team and he was in tears he was in tears because he said he was so touched and moved by, by that and uh, and that's when it becomes addictive, you see. Mm. Because once you realize that we all have the opportunity, all of us, in small and big ways, to, to make our world a little better, yeah. then you want more. Mm. Mm. And <laughs> I think that more is what really gets you going, right? Yeah. Because none of us are born with this. I think yeah. all of us just sort of like, you know, Michelangelo would just see a piece of Carrara marble. Mm. And he would imagine and statue in there. Mm -hmm. And all of us have that capacity. It's not like he was born with it, but he refined it over time. And I think what you're seeing here, I like to joke, it's, it's an overnight success that took 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're seeing yeah. craftsmanship at work. Wow. I, you know, for me, mm -hmm. I think one of the greatest injustices that mm -hmm. happened to this continent was the suppression of the magic. Mm like the force sort of systemic oppression of magic mm. would you say that if we look forward in 2040 that one of mm. your biggest goals and vision is help to bring alive oh gosh the oh. magic oh lord the romance oh wow the art wow and if entrepreneurs yes. can be a part of developing that yes is that one of your legacy goals? oh wow i never had anyone put it that way but i wholeheartedly agree i wholeheartedly agree because you know, um, this is not that complicated. We've had in terms of humanity char challenges far greater than this. We are sitting in the richest continent on earth, yet home to some of the poorest people on the planet. We can absolutely change this. But all it requires is for us to believe in ourselves and for us to have that ingenuity and creativity that comes natural to us. And if we can be a vehicle to help remind us of that, help channel that energy, and to give us confidence in it, then by goodness, yes, please sign me up. Um, I, I don't, uh, and what I love about this, uh, Timothy, is <laughs> in a way I always like to think that we're not doing anything special. <laughs> you know, you know, we even made up a word, Harambians. You know, there's no such a thing. It's Harambe, and then we say, okay, Harambians. And anyway, we just label a sentiment, a shared sentiment. Wow. I think someone had to go to Paris to hear from Africans studying there who gave me one of the best descriptions of Harambians. They said, so being a Harambian is a state of mind, and a state of mind is there. We've just, I think we just branded it. <laughs> We just given a name and said this is it and let's go and I think that's why even people who don't necessarily know what this is can identify with it and I think um, if if we can serve as a way to remind us of that because confidence of that and as Lord Hastings says ensure that we do not fall victims to the cynicism of our pessimism then as Dr. King said then my living will not be in vain McKenna <laughs> Thank you so much Thank for the magic. Oh, my goodness. God bless you, sir. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks for taking this journey with me to explore 
how to apply the best insights in neuroscience and behavioral science to inspire new possibilities in human and brand potential. I'm Timothy Maurice. Until next time.